All right. Welcome to Two Shot Tuesday. It's another week. Barry Nixon with you and Jason Riley, the one and only. Last week, Jay, you left uh, the show with our first ever cliffhanger. So I think it's only right because I'm sure I'm not the only one who hasn't been able to sleep all that well this week. Uh, if you, Maybe you can let us, uh, you know, you could fill in the blank for us, please. Yeah. Everyone's waiting. What was it you were trying to get in last show but couldn't? Yeah, I wanted to talk about it last week. I am now an investor, Barry Nixon, in cryptocurrency. Oh, God. I have purchased a small, uh, a minuscule amount of cryptocurrency. But the point being is that mm -hmm. I wanted to learn about cryptocurrency because it appears that Bitcoin, Ethereum, and some of these other things that are out there are not going anywhere. They, you know, and I wish I had bought some. I, so I can tell you, having a little look at Bitcoin today, it is worth approximately one Bitcoin, $73,000 Canadian. Now, right. in 2009, remember, people had hordes of these things that were worth nothing. Somebody bought a pizza for, what was it famously, for like a whole bunch of Bitcoins. So it, it, do you understand the whole concept of cryptocurrency? Of Bitcoin? No, I don't. You don't. I don't understand how something that's not backed by security has value. So if you can explain that to me, that I'm in on this crypto thing, I think this is just like the emperor's new clothes. He's naked the whole time. And all these crypto buyers, this is just bull crap. Because it's yeah, only yeah. worth what someone will pay for it. So you can say a Bitcoin's worth 73000 Do you know someone who's going to give you 73000 for a Bitcoin? I don't. I don't, but people are trading yeah. these things all day, every day. In fact, the right. little but thing But it's not worth anything until you can extract money into the real world. It's just well, that, the emperor's new clothes, man. Well, perhaps. So we'll see where that goes. But I think to be educated in it is important. And that's one thing that I've decided that I'm going to do. So that's why I bought a very minuscule amount to learn it. You know where I feel I'm at right now, Barry? You know when you learn a new language and you can kind of go, I kind of understand it, but I can't speak it? Yep. That's kind of where I'm at with this. <laughs> so like I understand the concept of the blockchain now, which is you know what holds up this whole Bitcoin experience. The block and the chain. And, and Barry, let me just try and explain it to you right now. Please, and I, please. But I'm I can't, painfully ignorant on this I'm telling situation. you, I, I can't do it, but I'll, I'll get better at it. Maybe I'll check in through the season and let you know how things are going. Okay. So in Bitcoin's situation, you create a block. And so here's what happens is if you and I had a transaction, so I sent you some Bitcoin, you receive the Bitcoin, that's a transaction. That piece of data goes in the block. And then okay. there's a hash. So because we've done this transaction, a little hashtag with this sequence of numbers and letters and potentially other symbols, will go into this hash. And then to complete the block, it has the hash of the previous block so that if anybody changes our hash, it won't sync up because it will be trying to look back at the previous block. So as you build on it, it this is what kind of keeps the quality check in place to go, things can't change. And the way people earn these Bitcoins is to successfully complete that block, different users, they're called miners, I found out. They're miners. They are mining Bitcoin. They are solving these complex mathematical equations that take up a whole bunch of electricity and 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 uh, and supercomputing power to mm -hmm. solve these things. It is not backed by anything. It is backed by the community. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> I I don't know. I just think it's anyway. It's worth. I don't learning. know enough about it. I don't know anything about it. But I I know that you're not the first one to get into it. Uh, Terrence or sorry, Linda's brother Taryn 
he's uh, interested in, in uh, crypto and I think it's cool, but I just personally don't get it. I don't see how it has any value. I, I feel like, you know, I don't know anybody who's actually cashed it out. It's one thing to look on your screen and say, oh, I got so much money, but do you? Because how do you get it out of there? It's not well, worth anything until you bring it into the real, uh, the real world. So here's the thing. I'm going to learn it. I'm, a, I'm coming in new to this whole thing. I'm going to help talk to you. And we are going to just educate ourselves on cryptocurrency because it's worth okay. knowing. Before we form too many opinions one way or the other, Barry, before we get too entrenched in any kind of, of position, if there's one thing Two Shot Tuesday stands for, it's openness, it's learning, it's, it's a coming together of ideas, and yep. it's alcohol. Well, I can't think of a better segue to get into shot number one, Jay. Now you're learning. <laughs> you know, for shot number one, I have got uh, what I would consider a much better shot than a sipper, the West Cork Single Malt Irish Whiskey. Outstanding. And me, Jameson Cold Brew. Cheers. Cheers. Okay, so I know I underwhelmed you with my uh, cliffhanger, I could see. I, I, you were expecting something... A little more exciting, a little more in the vein of what we might talk about on Two Shot Tuesday. But Crypto Corner is a, is a brand new segment that we'll visit quarterly. You know, uh, I, let's I, shouldn't, I shouldn't be a naysayer because you're right, Jay. I'm not educated in the matter. I just don't understand how it can possibly have any value. That's just my own ignorance. But I think it's cool that you're wading in and uh, it's doing some- It's worth exploring. It's worth exploring. And you're right. It is going to be something that's going to be around. In fact, I think uh, the Dallas Mavericks- are going to start accepting Bitcoin at their home games for concessions and merch and other things. Wow. So clearly, it's it's a thing. You're gonna how do you get change for a seventy three thousand dollar Bitcoin when you buy a <laughs> This I don't know. Um, let's talk about something that we are both passionate about, and that is Star Trek. Yeah. Yes, please. Star Trek Discovery season four is uh, here. Uh, we have so far to date, as of this recording, two episodes have aired. Have you watched them? What are your thoughts? Let's talk Star Trek. Thank you for uh, mentioning this, Jay. Uh, yes, I have seen those two episodes. Uh, th the last one, the second one, was quite a heart wrencher. I got to be honest with you. There were a, a bunch of moments in there where I found myself getting a little misty. Mm -hmm. uh, it's really well done. Um, I didn't think they could build on. I, I enjoyed everything that I've seen so far, but they seem to be upping up the sort of the emotional ante, which I kind of like. Yeah. So I don't know, but they also mentioned maybe one tiny spoiler. Did you catch how they were talking about Picard? Mm -hmm. They tied in the events of the first season, just briefly mentioning yeah. how Picard went into a synth body because now they're doing the same thing for another character on Discovery. Yes. When I heard that, I was like, wow, that's awesome. I love how they made that connection. It's fantastic. I also, I agree. In fact, I felt episode two almost was like a modern day episode of the next generation. It's like two guys go into a ship to go into this black hole to solve a problem. One is a hologram and, you know, they're solving a problem, but they're also having their moment because they had had a disagreement with each other um, because anyway, both of them could control the spore drive. That's, that's, you know, we won't go too deep for our listeners who aren't up to date on Star Trek Discovery, but just that, those moments, I totally agree with you. They, this, this season is off to a great start because mm -hmm. they're taking time to connect the characters, I think, and get into the characters. Yeah. I, you know, my view, I did not like season one. I thought it went too fast. It didn't feel like Star Trek. I didn't know any of the characters' names except for Michael Burnham by the end of the season. 
but slowly, you know, then they made a pivot in, in season two and they went right to the, the core of the enterprise. They brought in that whole crew right before Kirk. And that was the smartest thing that they could do mm-hmm. to the point where that's now spinning off into its own show. And then they've just sort of slowed down the number of new characters I find coming in where now I know there's Michael Burnham, there's Book, there's Saru, there's Tilly. Uh, I can't quite remember the guy's name who does the spore drive. I don't know who he is. Right. I'm drawing a blank too. Exactly. And then we have the doctor. Don't know him, but don't he's don't know the wonderful. doctor yet. And then there's the the, the helmsman. People... Yeah, there's a few people that only get one or two lines, but they're in every episode. And they're kind That's of right. I call them kind of the plot advancers. They're in charge of kind of something's going wrong, Captain. I don't see them, Captain. Like they just kind of bring them in. But the the characters that are there, there's fewer of them, I find, and they are getting more screen time to interact, which is really nice. Yeah, completely agree. It's a I wonder where, the, I mean, I don't understand, I guess no, nobody does yet. What is this anomaly that is tearing up the universe and the fact that they can't predict where it's going to go next? Yeah, It's like, oh, sh- what do you do? I can't wait for next week. It's going to be yeah. amazing. It was, that was great when the whole point of the episode was to find out where it's going. And then in the last second, they're like, yeah, we don't know. We don't know. The whole thing failed that we just spent the entire episode doing was a failure, which was great. It was. And I also enjoyed that kind of, there was a sort of a comedic moment with Tilly and the doctor in the corridor. Tilly was sort of saying, I, you know, I'd like to have some professional time to chat with you, almost like a psychiatrist thing. And then they had like a bit of a joke and Tilly started doing a bit of a voice, you yeah. know, get back to work and all Saving this the world. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of, that was a, a nice little moment, uh, a lighter moment because the rest of it was pretty heavy. I mean, we're talking yeah. about, you know, Booker having his entire planet obliterated and him dealing with the fallout from that and not, choosing not to be a family man, but then in the end, kind of realizing that he wanted that and yeah. he had it for just a briefest moment. And then it was kind of sort of pulled away. So yeah, I wonder how that's going to affect his relationship with Burnham, all this stuff still up in the air. Can't wait for next week. All right. That was discovering discovery. <laughs> yes, our, it was our, our new semi-regular segment. I'm going to give everything a semi-regular segment slot. Space, the final frontier. I need to ask you two things. Uh, so Gay Mandel, a friend of the show, guest of the yes. show, uh, would like a couple updates from you and something that we didn't speak about. And I blame myself for not bringing it up. The first one was she said or asked, how is Barry after now that the end of Lean Halloween? So how did Lean Halloween go? I'd love a... A final summary from you. Final summary. uh, It was very effective. I was able to shed some uh, unwanted weight. Um, Actually, what I did, I'm not sure how much weight I lost because to be quite honest with you, I didn't weigh myself before. It wasn't really about losing weight. It was more about um, body composition, harvesting some of that fat and turning it into something more useful. So I think that's was accomplished. Uh, I'm feeling good. Yeah, I'm, I'm back to my three times a week in the gym. Uh, but doing that for a while was in there last night. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's been really good. And I think we're going to keep this going. Linda and I, you know, 30 days per year of just really clean eating. I mean, that's a good thing. That's great discipline. Like that alone is amazing to be able to do that for 30 days. Yeah. It's awesome. Well, yeah. I mean, like we had one or two meal uh, slip ups, but not a full day and certainly not anything past yeah. that. We were a couple fine. of meals here yeah, and there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but yeah, nothing that you know, derailed us. You look the uh, so. other way on some of these things. It's you, you know, have to, like you said, right. <laughs> why live like animals? You know exactly. And the second thing, also coming from Gay, have you tried the lose? 
I was raving about the Lou's roast beef and haven't tried Lou's oh, yet. Um, okay. I feel like yeah. I need to get to that. I, I need like to get to that. It, the reason she mentioned she likes another brand that's better. And I also think it's good. I think it's called 44th street or something like that. So if you see that instead of Lou's grab that too, you know, sure. now we're into a taste test. I've had them both. Um, 44th street eh? okay. i think it's 44 it's 40 something street it's uh, <laughs> okay it's definitely a street and it's it's bigger than Lou's. uh but Lou's is great we had lose yesterday and so i just you know they would throw it back out there for you dear listeners barry tenix i'm going to try some prepared roast beefs it's in the meat section i'll see if they have it at loblaws i mean if they don't have it at loblaws where would they have it yeah exactly yeah we, we have a very robust loblaws here at uh, bathurst and lakeshore okay cool Well, thanks for checking in on that one, Gay. And I will get back to you about Lou's roast beef. Okay, well, here's one. uh, An update on executive producer Linda LeBrun. She's just joined Orange Theory. Are you familiar with this? I've heard of it. Yeah, it's been around for a few years. That's interesting. Explain it for our listeners and me who doesn't know exactly the ins and outs of Orange Theory. Right. Well, it's not nearly as complicated as crypto. So that's already a better start. Um, It's a group fitness class and you get a heart monitor and you affix it to your arm. And then there's a leaderboard and you can track your own progress. And the whole point of it is you want to be in what they call the orange zone, which is the orange theory. That is where you're burning the most calories and getting the most benefit out of your workout. But there's other zones that you can fall into that you want to get out of and aim to be in the orange. That's your, that's your whole goal for the workout. You want to be oh. in the orange zone for uh, max benefit. And how do you do that? Well, you get on a treadmill, there's free weights, and there's also like a rowing machine. But like an actual rowing, like that actually churns water. Really? So that's kind of neat, right? Yeah, I've yeah. never used one of these things, but uh, it was featured in House of Cards. You may remember Kevin Spacey's character had one of these rowing machines that actually had water in this circular turbine thing that he was pulling on. So that's the same thing they have at Orange Theory. So now my question, I think all of our listeners are wondering, the other theory, the other zones that you might be in, are they colors or other types of fruit? How is <laughs> there are other colors. Right? There are the, so blue theory, not like apple theory, banana theory, orange theory. It's blue theory, black theory, orange It's theory. like green. And I think red, red is where you don't obviously want to be. Right. That's where you're overexerting yourself. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh, so it's so, like a stoplight. I, I guess so. I guess oh, so. I, I've not done sense. it, but uh, Linda uh, did one yesterday and she signed up for a few more um, and she's loving it. She came back. She's like, that was a solid, solid workout. She said to me, do you know how that, you know, that feeling when your lungs are burning because you've been doing so much work. And I said, yeah, I hate that feeling. She's like, yeah, but that's exactly <laughs> what you get oh, when you're great. when you're doing these workouts in a good way. Like, you know, in her mind, it's uh, it's it's ideal. All right. So, so that, that feeling you hate, that's what we're going for. Well, I mean, it, it's, I love it's that. yeah, it's cardio based. There's a lot more yeah. cardio than uh, than what I would normally do in a workout. But she's been encouraging me to, to go and check out a class. And I think I, I will in the coming months. Do it. Yeah, I think yeah, I think the first one's free. So you can just go check it out. But uh, yeah, anyway, Orange Theory. For anyone who wants to uh, join some group fitness classes, it sounds like fun. And if you are one of those people who want to see yourself on a leaderboard and track your progress in real time, I know that appeals to some people. I think that's kind of a cool hook. Is it like a pinball machine where it's like you've got your leader for the day and then the all-time leader is on like a different board? That's an amazing question. I do not know, but I'm writing that down. That's a good question. And I'll see if Linda can... Give me the answer next or week. Or like a Ms. Pac-Man machine, but everybody's named Ace because it was it. You only put three letters. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, Ace, totally. Because that was the easiest one to do. <laughs>
So let's see if That's she's ace. Stuff. If she's there, that should be her moniker. How about that? Let's get her ace. ace. I don't know about you, but I could use another drink. Sounds good to me. All right, shot number two, Jay. No surprise here. I'm going back to Jameson Cold Brew. What about Man, yourself? I'm working my way through the West Cork. Beautiful. Cheers. Cheers. All right, so let's touch on um, Cyber Monday that just kind of happened. I know our listeners have probably already uh, done their shopping, but it's a good opportunity to talk about if you took advantage of any deals, was there anything that you wanted that you were holding out for for this day? I did look at a microphone like you've got. I almost pulled the trigger on that one because this one uh, that I've got has got some weird knob issues happening. Mm -hmm. I may, uh, but I didn't. I don't really need it, but I almost bought it because this knob I have on this microphone uh, is it sometimes just falls off, falls off. <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> done. So and so that's not good. I no, it's not good. I'm at a place in my life where if my microphone knobs are just falling off onto the floor. One day it's going to roll under some furniture and I won't find it. And then that's it. The volume is set. <laughs> so that's, that is uh, okay. Well, I want to get in front of that. Fingers crossed. You can uh, get a replacement then yes. in time for the holidays. Well, how about you? I want to hear about your cyber Monday deal. Yeah. I know you bought something. I did. I took advantage. I uh, Brooks brothers, I was in the market for some sweaters and uh, they were having yesterday, cyber Monday. This is unreal. Because it, winter has just started. They had their sweaters on 50% off. And if you know five anything zero. about 5 zero. Wow. Um, so that's just too good to pass up. And I'm sure you are aware Brooks Brothers clothing is pretty darn close to perfect in terms of quality. Um, and these, you know, like you can get a pretty darn good deal. And 50%, I said, that's a no-brainer. Thank you. And add to cart. Right. How many did you buy? Two. Two. Great. Yeah. Yeah, I got two. I'm excited. One of them is like a uh, buffalo uh, red and black sort of check sweater. And yeah. the other one is more like, um, how would I say? It's like a fisherman's sweater, but it's got some detailing around the shoulder, around the neck, uh, which looks pretty cool. Anyway, you'll see them very shortly. Yes. Don't you worry, Jay. I'll be wearing them as often as I can because they look, they look good. That's strutting around. That'll be good. Yeah. Next time when we head out, I want to see you in one of those sweaters. You got it. All right. I think we've got time for one more thing. Okay. Do you have anything you want to cover off? I've got well, maybe one. we can talk about uh, my exciting dinner that I'm going to be diving into immediately following the show. Uh, you may remember Taco Bell. You remember Taco Bell? Being I sure do. Yeah. yeah I... They're still around. They're hanging on by a thread in Ontario. They're not really all that present. But they used to, and they still do, offer a menu item called Fries Supreme. So Linda and I are going to be replicating that recipe at home, just, you know, uh, a bit more elevated. Mm. What is uh, in a Fries Supreme? Because a let, fries me tell supreme, you, yeah. I, I, let me just hit you with a, with a whammy here. I have never had Taco Bell in my life. I'm not surprised. There's yeah. way too many sauces involved for you, Jay. Yeah. You just, yeah. it wouldn't work. And Fries Supreme, I, I, I feel like when I describe it, I'll know that you're not yeah. into it. Okay. <laughs> but I can see your face. Uh, so <laughs> first, you take a you take your French fries. Now I know you're with me so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fries, good. Now Nothing you're going to ruin them right now. You're, you're going to ruin, gonna ruin them. them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Then you pile on some uh, ground beef. That's good. Uh, with some taco seasoning, mm. and then you add some uh, shredded cheese, a dollop mm. of uh, sour cream, and some green no. onion on top. And my God, mm. you got a feast. And this, this is the first time we're attempting to do it at home on our own. So. I I have to tell you, I don't like sour cream. I don't know, I know. why it exists in this world. <laughs> it's bad. 
cream. It's just bad milk. It, I, I'm going to take off. Your, yeah. your position on cryptocurrency, on sour cream. I don't understand it. I don't get it. It's not backed by any cow that I've ever heard of. And I <laughs> say do it. Now, I'm not going to reject it out of hand. I am willing to learn, but I am never going to taste it. I'll tell you that right now. And that is my position on the sourest of sour creams. That is fair. Although you did say earlier in the show that uh, we're all about being open-minded. I'm open. I'm open. I'm open. You're open yeah. to, to discussion, but not to real-world, actual, you know, in-the-field tastings. That's not on. Yeah. I think the day okay. you invest in cryptocurrency is the uh -huh. day I will dunk a chip in sour cream. And You know what? That might just be the motivator I was looking for, Jay. Not me, but okay. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> on board. You're going to call my bluff. Oh, I might. What a bookend to the show. We start with cryptocurrency, something I'm learning about and you are a skeptic about, and we end with what Nacho Supreme, not Nacho Supreme, Fry Fries Supreme, Supreme uh -huh. which you had me up until the sour cream, even the cheese, I'm a little, not so much on just because I don't <laughs> like cheese on my fries, but sour cream is really it. And I'm not there, but I, maybe I should be willing to, to understand what this strange phenomenon is. Well, you know what? If it turns out well, it, it's made with better quality ingredients when you do it at home. Yeah, so. I hope you enjoy it. I want to hear a review of this, maybe on the show, in Fry's Supreme Corner. Another semi-segment that we... Enjoy. How many semi-segments, how many new corners have we come up with in just this, this show alone? This is unbelievable. We should probably have our own podcast channel. We'll have to get some new hosts to help. We're going to have like a Fry Supreme podcast. Yeah, just assign various corners to various hosts. Yeah, we can probably get John Stewart to do that one. Oh, for sure. Okay, so you know what? If you want to get a hold of us, you know our text line, 647-486-4848. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram. Jason's doing a kick-ass job maintaining that. He has a passion. So reward that passion, please, by slamming the like button and follow Beautiful. us. All right, and uh, we'll pick this up next week. Looking forward to it. I'll see you then, Jay. Oh, you know, man, you know, man, you know.